Welcome to your weekly oracle by Practical Magic. Hi, I'm Chingay Labrador. Through the tarot, I've found that magic is everywhere, and we can infuse our lives with it with just a little mindfulness and self-awareness. Magic is for everyone, at all times, all minutes, all days. And I'm here to give you mystical messages from the cards and help you interpret them in a way that's useful for everyday life. This is your weekly oracle. We have come to the end of June and the beginning of July. We're officially halfway through 2023. And I think this is a perfect time to do another one of our past, present, and future readings. For those who are new to the pod, I do this at the beginning or the end of each month as a way for us to hit reset. It's so nice to enter a new season of your life feeling refreshed and feeling like you understand where you're at. And that's the purpose of a past, present, and future reading to me. It's a way to understand what happened before. It's a way to situate yourself at present. And most importantly, I think it's a way for us to use all that information we've gathered to plot out where we want to head in the future. Of course, like we can't really control everything as much as we plan and you know put our best intentions out there. We can't really tell when life is going to throw a wrench at us or surprise us with a few plot twists, but at least, you know, we have a plan in mind and fingers crossed we're able to see it through. The grounding that these past, present, and future readings give us is particularly helpful when our plans go awry. I think they're a great reminder that even if things don't go according to our desires and our needs, we can always hit the reset button again at the end of the month or actually anytime we want to. We can figure out where we're at, understand what happened, and then make a new plan. So I hope that this reading doesn't just help situate you for July, but also gives you a clear indication of where you're at as far as 2023 is concerned. For our past present and future reading, we'll be utilizing the Practical Magic Starter Deck. This is the first tarot deck I ever created, and it's meant to make tarot a little bit more fun, a lot more accessible through modern and fresh images, as well as catchphrases that help you remember what each tarot card is supposed to mean. And alongside the Practical Magic Starter Deck, I'll be using the Creative Journey Oracle Deck. This oracle deck is a collaboration between me and artist and author Abby C. The Creative Journey oracle deck sparks in us some inspiration and reminds us that we all have a little artist, little creative person inside us willing to play and come out.
Our first card for this week's reading refers to our past, so anything that may have happened over the last couple of weeks, especially in the month of June. And our pull for the past is the Four of Swords. In the Practical Magic Starter Deck, the catchphrase for this card is Stop Thinking for a Moment. And here we have a man with a blob of paint over his face. So it obscures the entire face. And the Four of Swords is one of my very favorite cards because it reminds us that sometimes we have to just stop indulging that part of us that wants to overthink and analyze every single thing. I know in school, we're taught to really ponder things and think things through, but I don't think our teachers meant for us to just completely go into overdrive all the time and think everything through a million times over, like more than is actually necessary. I think we all have this tendency, especially in this day and age, to just really ramp up the thinking. So much so that it becomes overthinking. So much so that the overthinking kind of crowds out common sense. And I think it would be helpful for us to think back to June and reflect on the times where we stepped into this space of overthinking. Now that we're outside of that time span, it might be helpful to ask ourselves whether or not the overthinking was actually helpful or beneficial to us. Did it serve us that we overanalyzed everything? I mean, I think like 99% of the time, probably not. Like what did the overthinking actually contribute to your life? Did it contribute anything positive? I feel like the Four of Swords leans more towards the opinion that overthinking just makes something supposedly simple a lot more complicated than it needs to be. And this is a lesson we all need to learn. We need to identify when we step into this overthinking space so that when it happens again, we can catch ourselves and tell ourselves not to go there, to kind of quiet the mind. Quieting the mind is very controversial because I think that even if we meditate, let's say, even if we tell ourselves to stop thinking, the mind is just going to continue to spin, right? I'm sure all of you have encountered this desire to tell yourself, stop thinking, stop thinking, stop thinking. And the more you tell yourself to do that, the more thoughts come in. Stop thinking for a moment as the Four of Swords is reminding us that we don't need to pounce on every thought that comes in. This isn't about quieting the mind. It's about developing the skill it takes to not entertain the thoughts, the intrusive thoughts that constantly come in. This is about not drumming up the drama. Because when we overthink, when we overanalyze, we're taking these unstoppable thoughts and making them bigger than they need to be. So I think that the lesson here is, what our past teaches us, is that there is benefit to just letting the thoughts go in and flow out. It's just like watching clouds 
move through the sky. You know, just let them pass and don't entertain them. It's difficult. It's a skill that needs to be cultivated. And that's what meditation is for. I highly recommend it. I know it can be boring. I know, you know, it can really trigger the restless parts of a lot of people. But with enough practice, you'll be able to pick up the skill it takes to just let the thoughts pass you by and not pounce on every one of them. Our second card for this week's reading refers to the present, so it can mirror anything that you're going through at the moment. And our pull for the present is the Eight of Swords. The catchphrase for this card in the Practical Magic starter deck is trapped but not really. And here we have a dog sitting on a couch, but then there are lines in front of the dog to symbolize that he's trapped. He can't move. He can't get out of that couch because he's like jailed in. I think it's interesting that we started out with the Four of Swords and now we get the Eight of Swords, which is double the Four of Swords. So sometimes numerology plays a part in the tarot and my own interpretations of it. What happens when we give in to overthinking? What happens when we take that Four of Swords and double it? We end up becoming prisoners of our own thoughts. We become trapped in this endless, relentless cycle of overthinking. Go back to your past and consider the moments that you were overanalyzing things, overthinking things, and see how all that thought affects how you feel right now. Is there any area in your life where you feel particularly restricted, where you feel like you can't move or can't budge, and it's making you feel a bit claustrophobic? Sometimes our overanalyzing of things, our drumming up the drama when it comes to our thoughts, lead us to a very, very confined space or a confined mindset, I think, where we sometimes think that we don't have ways out of a situation because we're so caught up in our own thoughts that like we've spun this web around us and we can't seem to detach ourselves from it. So first of all, I think it's important to identify what part of your life feels restrictive and then purposefully, intentionally relax the way you think of that situation. Whenever this card comes up in the readings I do, I always bring up the image of a maze. You know those games that we play like puzzles where there's like a, a round maze and you're supposed to find your way out from the center to the perimeter of the maze. And when you're kind of stressed out, it's hard to see the way through. But when you're able to relax your mind, it's easier to navigate and actually make your way outside of the maze on the puzzle. So that's kind of like a symbol of what we're going through. At present, it's so important for you to relax your mind and to quiet things down so that you can actually see that the restrictions you perceive have loopholes. There are windows where there are no doors. There are always ways through any situation you're in. It might be 
just a mindset shift that can get you to see that you're actually free. You're not as restricted as you think you are. And I suppose freedom is really important, right? It's the opposite of feeling restricted and trapped. And wouldn't we all like to feel like we're free to move? Maybe it's also helpful for you to picture what part of your life you'd like to experience a lot of expansive freedom and start from there. How do you get to that place? You get there by number one, relaxing your mind. And number two, combating the need to overanalyze every single part of this journey towards freedom. Our third card for this week's reading is the Future card. And the Future card in no way aims to predict what's going to happen next. It serves as a guide so that you can make plans that align you with your intentions and take you where you want to go. And our pull for the future is the Four of Pentacles. In the Practical Magic Starter Deck, the catchphrase for this card is mine 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 and here we have a woman who's looking quite smug she's surrounded by nature because the pentacles is a very earthbound card it is a suit that is based on nature's quality so she has like bouquets of flowers in front of her and like mountains and trees in the background the four of pentacles is of an often misunderstood card because people think of it as a very selfish and greedy card. In the traditional Rider Waite Smith tarot deck, it's depicted by a man who's like embracing and hugging this really huge giant coins. So I think the the first impression this card gives is someone who just wants to hold on to all their resources and not share. My more modern take on this card is the fact that we do need to think of ourselves a lot of times. We need to be quote-unquote selfish. We need to think of ourselves so that we are able to conserve our energy. So much of our lives right now put us in situations that drain us of our energy, whether that be our relationships, our jobs, the environment we live in, so many stimuli are there taking our energy away from us so that in the end we feel very exhausted and tired and just completely drained. And I think this card is reminding us to consider our energy stores and our reserves as we move into the future. Once we reconnect with what we want to free ourselves of, we have to remind ourselves that we need energy in order to move into that direction. If we've been feeling trapped and restricted for a long time, chances are is that we feel like we don't have energy to move anymore because we've been so restricted. So I think in the future, the goal is to come into contact again with how you feel, how much energy you have, and to really work on conserving and preserving what you've got so that you can gas up, fuel up, and put yourself out there again without feeling drained or fatigued or being attacked by energy vampires. It's okay that 
for July, you think about yourself. You put your needs first. You prioritize self-care and your health and your wellness and feeling like you can grow again as a person. There will be time for other people once you feel good again. And to round out our past, present, and future reading, I have a pull from the Creative Journey Oracle deck. Think of this card as something that you can keep in your back pocket to give you a boost as you move through the week and maybe even through the month of July. Our pull from the Creative Journey Oracle deck is Have Courage. And in this card, we have a palm that's face up an arm that's kind of reaching out and like right behind this arm are maps and again trees and kind of like a road ahead which mimics the background of the Four of Pentacles which we got as our future card. I think what this card means is that it is no mean feat to work towards freedom. It's not easy to battle what restricts you. It's not natural or instinctive for a lot of us to pursue freedom and to conserve our energy all of that takes a lot of courage and bravery and my hope is that you're able to come into contact with the courage inside you for this month so that you can work on yourself thanks to everyone for listening again i hope that this reading resonates with you if you have any stories or questions you'd like to share with me feel free to shoot me an email at sparksamagic at gmail.com i'll send a reply whenever i can and follow me on instagram at practical underscore magical for tips tricks on reading the tarot and also for occasional readings thanks everyone have a great july and i'll talk to you again next week bye